0: Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Growing in Grace, the podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski, along with Mike Kapler, online at Growing in Grace o r g. all of our past podcasts guess what you can find them all at growingandgrace.org also um, you can listen to the podcast of course as many of you are doing just using your favorite podcasting app so lots of different ways to do that and uh, feel free of course uh, to get a hold of us as well we like hearing from people at growingandgrace.org you can find an email address to get a hold of us Mr. Kappler.
1: what's up with you hey once again we are here to talk about something we've been talking about for going on 17 years and even longer than that. But as far as the podcast goes, you know, there's a lot of changes out there in life, a lot of changes in the world. You know, sometimes it gets a little stressful. This is one place I think you can come where you'll hear a consistent message pretty much over the last 16 years. Now we have grown in our understanding of some things that we we may have tweaked a little bit, but generally speaking, our, our message has has remained the same. And, and that, in a nutshell, is that Jesus did it all for us. We believe in that, and we receive the gift of life, the gift of righteousness, his very nature as we're made new creations in him. It's There's just so much to learn and grow in, and, and so many things to unlearn. I can't remember the quote exactly, Joel, but I think it was Mark Twain who, who said something like that most of our education is spent unlearning things, mm. and, and that's kind of how it is sometimes with the gospel. We're doing a lot of unlearning, a lot of unraveling of different mindsets and assumptions, and we're just hoping that you'll come along for the ride. Yep,
0: exactly. And yeah, you know, like you say, we've learned a lot over the years. As far as the podcast goes, I do think it's true that overall we've been pretty consistent because the foundation of what we believe has remained the same. That's not to say that we don't learn or that we can't learn or that we're opposed to new things. That's not to say that at all, but it just happens to be true that the foundation of what we believe has overall remained the same. And like you say, we've grown a bit. We've learned some things about the things that we talk about here, and we love to share those things. You know, going back, it was 27 years ago. My walk with the Lord began, if you want to put it that way. I have always been a believer. I've always believed in Jesus as far back as I can ever remember. Into my childhood, I don't remember a time that I've never believed in Jesus. I grew up being taught about Jesus, and I just don't remember a time that I've ever not believed in him. But I lived a life, as I got into my teenage years, where I wasn't doing all the right things. I messed up in a lot of different areas. And I thought, you see, my foundation at that time... I wanted to have a relationship with the Lord but I thought I had to get my act together and I thought and I prayed from time to time it wasn't the focus in my life but from time to time I would think about this you know I hope that this day comes when I'll stop doing all these bad things and start doing all the right things so that I can have a relationship with the Lord that was my foundation I thought it was all based upon what I did and what I didn't do and so All these years my teenage years went by and uh, got into my early 20s and then all of a sudden one day 27 years ago it was it was it was the Lord's doing I cannot deny it things changed there was a big transformation in my life and I knew that I was walking with the Lord that he was with me and I just started this this walk with him and I knew That it was miraculous I knew that I could not have done this by myself and I stopped doing a lot of things and I started doing a lot of good things and gradually that became my foundation again even though at the beginning I knew that it was the work of the Lord it gradually became again about what I do and what I don't do and I felt really horrible, even worse than when I was a teenager, and even though I wasn't doing as many of the bad things that I used to do, I felt so horrible when I messed up. I felt even worse than I ever did before, uh, but that was because my foundation was becoming my works. What Paul had told, the Galatians, "You foolish Galatians, you began in the spirit." And that's, you see, that's what happened to me. I I know it was the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, and nothing that I did. I couldn't have done it. But now, you're trying to be made perfect by the flesh? Well, that's what I was doing. That's what Paul is asking them and and talking to them about in Galatians 3. You began in the Spirit, and now you think that somehow, by the flesh, by your good deeds, by the things that you do, by the keeping of the law, now you're going to be able to walk this life out. He called them foolish for that, because, again, we begin in the Spirit, and it's always the Holy Spirit. It's always Christ in us that's the point, and
1: not our works. So I'll move it back to you, Kent. I I was just sitting here getting mesmerized by by all you were talking about. Yeah, so he (laughs) called them foolish, but he also said, now you're going to go back to the flesh when it came to keeping the commandments from the law. So that's an interesting statement. I wonder how how much that gets kind of brushed over in in church buildings uh, when people are looking through this passage. You were perfected by the Spirit. You were being perfected by the Spirit, having begun there in the Spirit. And then you suddenly think now you're going to be perfected by the flesh. How's that going to work for you? Trying to follow all of those commandments. And then later on, he would go on to say, those of you who, who are advocates of the law do you not hear the law? Do you not know what the law says? Do you not realize that it all had to be kept and that if you broke just one, you were guilty of breaking the whole package of 613 commandments? It just, it doesn't work. Uh, God came up with a with a better way. And, and you know, Joel, I know we'll probably this week and next week we'll be talking about some of these things, but it's hard for us to come on here and talk about some of these things without being a little bit methodical, even though we're just talking from the heart, we're not scripted or anything like that, but it's it's we're, we're trying to navigate some tricky waters here because there's this wide variety of people out there on your end of the speaker, mm-hmm. <laughs> a wide variety of people. Some of you have been walking in the goodness of God's grace and the gospel of, of the grace of the Spirit. You, you've been doing it for years, and, and and you've come such a long way, like, like us, we feel like anyway, because... We've just unlearned a lot of things, right? But there are many others out there where some of the things that we say Uh, we've been saying for years, but for someone else, it's brand new. It's so different. It may even be the opposite of what they have believed all of their life about their Christian faith. And and so sometimes what we'll make statements, and and they can be easily misunderstood by people who are are still trying to wrap their their arms around the gospel of grace instead of a a gospel of me trying to do everything as good as I can. Because look, I mean, the, the thing about this Christian life, it's the life of Christ in us. I mean, Jesus did it all. He, he finished the job. And now we've inherited freely everything that pertains to life and godliness. Now we can rest in that. We don't work for it. We don't try to climb up some sort of a spiritual ladder to gain a greater position with God. We're already positioned with God and accepted by God. But so here's what we don't do. Uh, you know, Paul the apostle, he was out persecuting, imprisoning people, murdering people, essentially, capital punishment, whatever you want to call it. But people were being killed because of their faith in Christ. And Paul was a big cheerleader. He was a ringleader for this sort of thing. It was really heating up. It caused the Jewish people to scatter throughout different countries and regions. And yet Paul's testimony was never, I used to murder people, Hmm. I used to kill people, and now I don't kill people anymore. That was not his testimony. If you're walking around, you know, with uh, stone tablets in hand, saying, "Okay, today I'm going to try not to kill anybody," <laughs> that, that that's not really living out the gospel. It's good that you're not killing anybody, of course, but that's not really how we live out the gospel by trying just not to do the wrong things. Uh, that's not life in Christ.
0: Right. Yeah. Life in Christ. See, that's the, again that goes back to that that foundation where, obviously it's good to not murder people. (laughs) You know, it's, it's good to not do bad things, but that's not the foundation of our life in Christ. And as I was going through my, my late teenage years, then into my early twenties, when I finally, you know, God started this work in me, you know, God began a good work in you. And I realized that he is the one who's going to be faithful to complete it. It, It's not about me. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. And so, I kind of had that as a background, but yet I was still trying to live this life out by the efforts of the flesh. And and then I started through UCAP and through a, a certain church that we became a part of. I started growing in grace. I started learning about how it really is by the spirit. It's not by my deeds, not by my efforts. And so my foundation then became Christ and him crucified and raised again from the dead and living in me rather than this life in Christ being about avoiding as much sin as I can and doing as much good as I can. Again, avoiding sin is good. Doing good is good. That's not the foundation, though, of our life in Christ. That is the foundation of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Remember the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? That's the tree that God's—it was was in the Garden of Eden, but that's the one tree that God told uh, Adam and Eve not to eat from. There were many trees in the garden. He said, you can eat from any of these trees. Uh, Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because that's the tree through which all these problems came, the knowledge of good and evil. And what are we doing today in churches when preachers preach, when teachers teach, and and they're sharing how to become a better Christian, how to live your life better? They're, They're sharing all these rules. They're sharing all these principles of how to live the Christian life. And there, really, what that is, is is the basis is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and that of course is what, what the law came from. What's the law? You know, you find out what is good, and you find out what is evil. What happened with the law? It's the ministry of death. It's the ministry of condemnation. It's the ministry that promotes guilt and that makes people guilty, and through which sin increased and didn't decrease. So we need the foundation to be the Holy Spirit and and not the flesh.
1: Well, let me quote somebody here for you. His name is Joel Brzezinski, and he, he posted this on social media. And here's what you said, Joel, and, and I'm picking up in the middle of something here, but it, it makes the point. Adam's problem was that through his unbelief, he turned from trusting in the sufficiency of God to trusting his knowledge of good and evil. Uh, did you catch that? Good and evil. And so therein lies the problem. Religious systems around the world, including Christian church corporations are built on that, unfortunately, are built on that foundation of trying to know the difference between good and evil. Knowing the difference between good and evil is not a good thing. That's what got us into this trouble in the first place. Walking by the Spirit, as Joel said a minute ago, he spent a lot of his Christian life just trying not to sin. You just go around trying not to sin, maybe trying to do good things. And we're not down on that stuff except that it's coming from the wrong direction, it's coming from the wrong source. Walking in the spirit is going to help to keep you from doing the wrong things and doing some of the right things as his fruit flows through us. But it's not based on our effort to avoid evil and do good, it's just based on walking in the spirit, resting in him and letting his life flow through us. Yeah, and what this striving
0: to do good and to avoid evil through the efforts of the flesh, it's really just a sign that people don't know who God has already made them to be. A lot of us don't know our identity, and so we're trying to become something through our behavior when God has already made us complete in Him. We'll talk a little bit more about working to become who God has already made you to be next week right here on Growing in Grace.